Hello, simulated universe of my subconscious and conscious intent and all you NPCs playing a role in my current conscious experience, conscience, consciousness, the experience of my experimenting in conscience behavior with consciousness, whatever. The ridiculousness of it all is part of the Russian nesting dolls fun of it, right? But the date is the 5th of January, I think. Yes. And uh, it is 12, 20, what? 7? What's that say? 7 p.m. So I got to be at work in 63 minutes. <clears throat> well, let's face it, 66 minutes? No, I'm committed to being on time. I was one minute late yesterday, which I think I've been one minute late to every shift that I've been the earliest to. I've yet to punch in exactly on time. So maybe today's the day. However, that's not even what I'm here to talk about. Because what I'm here to talk about is how difficult it is for me now to accept a world where accountability is minimal. And I say this with the full sledding hillside of slipperiness that comes with having been one of the least accountable people to certain people or to myself or to the world, to the universe for a long time. And I had uh, a, uh, 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 personally uh, hmm massaged version of every truth I think there was about me to a certain degree. In other words, I glossed myself on almost all elements of who I was. If not outwardly, I did it inwardly, which is even more destructive. And what do I mean by that? I'll give some examples. I would, uh, I would never admit to something that I had failed at doing um, to anybody. And if the subject came up, instead of having uh, the, the uh, personal integrity to admit defeat, I would in some way manipulate the situation to a uh, circumstance in which either it looked like the hapless luck of uh, wrong person, wrong place, wrong time, or it looked like the kind of mistake that was just inevitable and a foregone conclusion waiting for the right idiot to sit in the chair of destruction. But I, and, and again, these were ways that I was protecting myself from my own self-image of thinking I am completely not worth the situation I've been given and had talked myself into thinking that those cues could be overcome by enabling perfect outcomes. Because if I can continue to produce perfect work, well then somewhere in the mix there must be perfect elements in play. So my strive for hiding imperfection was more out of cowardly weakness about what my real character should have been, could have been, and truly is, instead of the one that I was told to reinforce and maintain and uphold, even in a fake it till you make it kind of capacity, which obviously is horseshit. So crawling back from all of that 
splatter of glaze across my face was uh, the sort of rude awakening that comes with understanding, oh, that's what it's all about. Um, and it's not uh, something that, uh, it's not something that even feels in the moment like you've, you've narrowed down. You may even feel the waves of it. You certainly feel the boisterousness, the deception of it, but the lack of self that comes from it. I don't know that you do feel that because I think you have to deflect that entirely to continue maneuvering inside that space. And so lack of accountability just leads to lack of personal Ah, divinity is not a good word here, and I'm going to come up with a better word, but personal connection to oneself. So what is a word for that? Um, and I thought of the self as sort of a combination of two dueling elements, that which I am perceived as versus that which inside of me I know I am to be. The problem is that that's not true. There is no duality there. There is a constant... Um, flow of energy back and forth across those situations. And that perception extends well beyond the perceiving eyes of my fellow human beings. I mean the perception that comes from my actions across a universe of active engagement. So while I get direct feedback from all my human beings, lots of it not helpful, some of it helpful, that isn't even necessarily the feedback loop that matters the most because the feedback loop you can create in your si inside your head, the one that you can talk to yourself about and, and massage the version of yourself into the state of reality you need to become the person you can be given the circumstance you're creating thanks to the various plays coming at you from the universe. That person, that person shouldn't exist. That person exists because you need them to exist. Because you, f you faked it until you maked it somewhere. And maybe you're there and you know you faked it. Or it's not even that you faked it, but you took a path that just turned out to be wrong, but you got too far down the path before you could do anything about it. Now you're on the path and there is no U-turn. As a matter of fact, the only thing this path is doing is rolling downhill. So you can't even turn around and use momentum to get back. You have to fight across a greased hill to try to crawl your way back up. So what do you do? You turn around and you roll downhill. Because we're not built for those kinds of fights inside of our own heads. But... I get why people succumb to the worst of themselves. It's not a, a pretty admission that I've had enough time with my deviant darker side to know why in many cases I allowed myself to become deviant and darker. And yet, it's not that I feel there is um, 
there is not disdain toward people who create despicable energy. But the despicable energy they're swelling is a, a wave of energy that they got either caught up in, jumped into, or invited. And regardless of circumstance, all of those are forgivable sins. And I'm not just saying this so that I can somehow convince y'all to forgive me for being a piece of shit for a while. You know what? I don't really even want your forgiveness on that because the universe will forgive me so long as I carry forward something of value from the experiences that I created that did swirl in negative energy. I can recover the energetic equilibrium, not by forgiveness through those who hear my story and thus say, oh, well, you seem to have uh, at least considered everything to a level that uh, makes you feel sorry about what you did, so uh, here's your rosemary beads and your Hail Marys, and now you're, now you're going to heaven. Whatever. My point is, my personal journey in forgiveness is mine, and it is mine alone. Do you forgive me for the nails on the chalkboard effect of taking that big, fat, nice Jack Herrera shatter into my system? I hope that you can forgive me for. And then I will forgive the universe for all transgressions. Because to me, we have to forgive all the way back through time to everything that started the hill that you could tumble down. But we don't have a place to start that's a clean slate. And I do not think I'm going to have anyone in my corner saying, yeah, 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 let's forgive everybody for all the transgressions they've created in this world. I get that we are trained, we are honed, and we are programmed for retribution, revenge, justice, uh, the punishment served for misdeeds created. And, uh, okay, and I, I'm not saying I don't feel that. Right now I feel it to the point that it's almost silly. And here I'll explain. Today is the 19th day of the job I started uh, working behind a meat counter. And in those 19 days, I've had three days off. One of them was Christmas. In those 19 days, I have been the closing meat counter employee eight evenings. Of all of those closing shifts, I have worked alone on all but two of them, where I worked with the other guy hired the day before me, who is less far along in his knowledge of what to do than me, so I essentially trained the new guy how to close after training myself to close because there's nobody to train me because of COVID. Okay. Then they called me in on Christmas Eve. Okay. I'm not the kind of employer that would even make a call to an employee whose day off is Christmas Eve, but they did. And since they did, I assume they needed me. They did because they had no closer. So 
they called me in to close. So having never done it before, this was my first close, Christmas Eve. I didn't realize I was being called in to close. They didn't tell me that. They told me that when I got there. Okay. Then in the subsequent week, uh, having been elevated to close by myself on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, they screwed up my paycheck and didn't pay me my second shift that I came back for on New Year's Day, which are four hours of both holiday pay and then subsequent overtime pay that left me short in my check that they couldn't fix, even though I caught it in real time because payroll had already been submitted. When I saw the report on Monday, it was too late. So I'm going to be shorted tomorrow, roughly a hundred and something dollars in my check, which is frankly money I need. So what I hope to do was to call in sick today when I have to be at work in now 51 minutes and go to labor ready to get some day labor that pays immediately to help cover my bills. And then to do it again tomorrow and the next day, my two days off, which I've only had three of in the last 19 days. So this is my start in this uh, corporate environment. And I have not been trained by anybody except for uh, a condescending uh, presence who keeps telling me how it works for him, but the new guy isn't that good. So he can't do it that way. I mean, it's been ridiculous. And yet I've worked in a meat department for four months, one other time. So I kind of know what to do and have trained myself fine, but it doesn't make it a good experience. In fact, it makes me hate going to work, but I love the customers. They're great. So there's that. And there's one good coworker. So that that's good. One good coworker is better than none. So what, happened when I told them I needed to take today off to cover the bills that they had shorted me in my check um, and subsequently couldn't fix. They told me, well, but if you do that, we won't have a closer. So you've got to come back after doing that work and close. And I said, seriously, okay, well, I will let you know if I get that labor shift, which I didn't, and uh, we'll be here at 6.30 or 7 or so to close the store for you. And that's when I wrote a note saying, I can't work any more than three days a week for you. And uh, see, to me, it's only taken them 19 days to reveal to me that I just can't invest at all. Like, I'm not going to. I've overinvested in the first 19 days. None of it's paid off. In fact, it's all backfired. And maybe this is just the universe teaching me in a karmic kickback kind of way that overinvestments always are forcing things and that the more you force, the more the universe kicks back. Okay, I'll, I understand that. But I also know that when I first start a job, I'm going to go out of my way to show the employee, employee show the employer that I am a capable, reliable, and, uh, and uh, flexible, and committed employee. But if I show that and then get nothing but stonewalling back that 
makes me realize that once again, I've been fed the corporate horseshit line of America and none of it matters, that nobody cares about anybody in this country, that the way the work environment has evolved is if you can't accept being a ridiculed cog in a machine of incompetence, then go fuck yourself. So I'm going to work three days, take four off, live as a pauper like I've always done, and fuck myself regularly. But the point is, why does it have to be this way? Why do they have to make it unsustainable for somebody like me to get fair treatment? Why? Why can't anybody live up to their side of the agreement? Why do you always tell me the best version of yourself and then show me to be something else? Well, I guess because that's the universe I deserve to live in. Because if you spend your life presenting yourself in a capacity that others will, at some point or another, have revelations of misunderstanding that you were central in creating, then I think you... I think you have to understand that the universe is going to give you that back. And so, in trying to explain how I believe that most of this is my fault, this is the biggest one. We lack accountability everywhere for no reason. We lack accountability everywhere because we've all gotten a little bit slippery to the point where it's like, well, that's just the way the system works. Or, hey, yeah, it screwed me too, dude, like this. Or, you know what? And here's another thing it does. Bang. Ah, we just, it's like we all looked at our science project the day it was due and realized we were turning in C-plus work and thought, well, what the fuck are we going to do about it now? This is where we're at. We got a C-plus project. This is what we're turning in. Bullshit, you know? Seriously? Okay, or then there's the, well, the smartest people in the room have been so smart that they've duped everybody else and we're all just sitting here scrambling around like squirrels looking for corn nuts in the middle of a Walmart aisle because there's a fire drill going on. It's just, it seems, it seems like underachievement is the only thing we're truly excelling at. And, uh, and I guess, you know, it's a reflection of exactly who I am. At least who I am in a standard whereby the universe measures me in this civilization construct of mankind on planet Earth in 2022. This place is designed to make you fail. You can't have a society of winners without having losers, period. And you certainly can't have a society where the very top are winning all the time. Nobody gets to win all the time. And they're so insecure up there. They're so full of hollow uncertainty and miserable doubt about the role that they've played and taking away so much from so many that all they can do is set up systems that keep congratulating them that they've won, that they're big, that they're, they're philanthropic. 
That's what they have to do to sleep at night. And I get that. I'm not saying I wouldn't have been Bill Gates. I would have. Hell, Bill Gates is probably a tempered down version of what I would have been. Because you can't have that kind of money, power, and influence without using it in a way that <clears throat> ultimately is A, self-destructive, and B, personal. And it's outreach against what you perceive as aggressors. And that is the most negative energy you can throw into the universe of all. So, of course they live in gated communities. Of course they live with private security. They understand that at the highest level, at the cosmic level, they sit as the most vulnerable prey. And I feel for them. I feel for them indeed. Trapped up in their mental conundrums of haven't done this, should have done that, could have done this, didn't do that. And all the unfortunate that they really have amidst all the fortune that they think they have. It leads to nothing. Nothing. <sighs> but misery. But again, I'm sure in their world there's a whole bunch of people with misspent fortunes that they just see as reckless and overbearing and I don't even know. I don't know what kind of self-contained reality they've shot into their own injectables. But mine... Mine is full of no accountability. And that's what I get for being an unaccountable prick. I get to live in a world where there's no accountability. So I don't know what this three-day, four-day-off rhythm is about, but I know I wrote that note in a moment of not even thinking about it. And then having 45 minutes of clarity time to recover, thought, do I really want to put that there? And then was going to tear it up, but then... At the end of the night, things happened quick. I was out the door. I was 15 feet away from the door as I turned around thinking, wait, did I tear up that note? And the door was already locked and I thought, I didn't. So I know the universe doesn't want me working 46 hours a week behind a meat counter. And I'm pretty sure I don't want that either. So I'm gonna have to figure out what else to do with my time, but for now, I'm going to look for some accountability. And I know I need some personally. And I know I need to find some people in the universe that are feeling like they're on the rise with accountability because wherever I look, it seems like we're passing the buck, covering our ass, and explaining how it wasn't our fault. Well, you know what? This universe is my fault. This universe, unfortunately, is entirely my fault.